Hello everybody, welcome to Wonderfully Made. This is your girl, Amy Baker. So glad you joined us today. You have downloaded, you went to your library, you did all the things to get into the right spot and you've clicked Wonderfully Made. So thank you for joining us today. We have a fabulous show. You just aren't gonna wanna miss it. You wanna stay in your car, you wanna do your laundry, you wanna do that yard work, whatever you're doing, stay tuned for the next, you know, 20, 30 minutes and we have you locked and loaded. So let's get going. All right, so today is the day, you guys. Everybody is here, the crowds are cheering, the red carpet has been rolled out, the fans are waving, they're ready for all of the things today. Today we are just excited with so much testosterone here in the building. We've never had so much male presence here at Wonderfully Made. So we're just gonna jump in right now, we're gonna dive, we're gonna deep dive into it. No shallow diving today, we're gonna deep dive and go straight into our guests and say hello. Do you want me to introduce you? yourselves or you want to do like your own like manly introduction i think we need no introduction okay i'll do a great introduction let's go our lead batter our lead batter right here is going to be number seven right lead mr off brown batter. lead off batter is going to be number seven smaller guy <laughs> yeah, you need someone <laughs> on base <laughs> you need someone on base you know our lead off batter is going to be number seven here mr jason brown he is the number of completion yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm complete. <laughs> the full package, baby. Oh, yeah. So, Mr. Jason Brown is here. We are all San Diego natives, and we'll get into all of our stories and all that kind of good stuff. But Mr. Brown is here, and he is part of the three amigos that are here. So, who's our cleanup hitter? Who's going to be our fourth batter? We'll go Mr. 20 with Joshua Andrew Baker. Robin. Yeah. Robin. <laughs> Not Batman. Not Robin. Batman. No, that's, yeah, that's right. He's been waiting or, for that. Or Captain. Yeah. <laughs> Rich bench. <laughs> Mr. Joshua Andrew, you might notice him. He was on a couple of episodes ago. We had a good chat about goals. That was probably back in the beginning of January. You are our first returning guest. That's right. Thank you for no being available. I'm always here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then our cleanup batter here, Mr. 15, Dale Cress Intrican. That's 15. That's right. I, I barely remember that. You do? Yeah. I don't think you do. I don't yeah. think you barely remember that. No, you saying that. And yeah. Now, like, does it bring back all those good memories? Yeah, it does. I mean, obviously. It's yeah. No I mean, he still wears his baseball pants around the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, true. That's very true. He has all his trophies around yeah. his bed, too. Yeah, I have to show. I have to show what I got going on. <laughs> he comes home and his walk-up song's already playing. Mm -hmm. That's like right. Like crisscross. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all, all late 90s jams. That's yeah. right. Oh, I love it. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. We could go anywhere, really. And I was kind of thinking about what way could we go, like in a deep, like spiritual, great connection, friendship way? Could we go like real frilly and just like giggles and memories and having fun? And then I thought we can do both. Okay, we can do both. So um, I'm looking forward to lots of giggles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the term I use frequently: giggles. Yeah, chuckles. 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 Okay, chuckles. <laughs> okay, a couple things that I wanted to chat with you guys. I know you, I mean, we're all in our 40s, okay? We're all like grown people, okay? We've all kind of like gone through I'm the growing. 20s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm still growing, but. Not to hear your gross person. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. Yeah. He's got that growing pain. That's right. It's coming. But we've all kind of grown out of that adolescent, teenage, young 20s Obviously. vibe. You can tell by, our, <laughs> by your dressing, your by attire. Our attitudes and how we talk to each other. It's obvious. We're so grown up now. 
But you've kind of grown out of that area where you aren't, you know, trying to figure yourself out. What do you want to do in life? Like, what's your career? Like, you're just like kind of stressed in those 20, early 30s kind of vibe. But now we all have kids, right? So between all of you guys, how many kids do we have? Math. Nine? Math. Come on, Dale. You're in math. Oh, Nine? Yeah. Four, three, and two. I was thinking five. Five, yeah. yeah. Nine kids. I, I, I barely graduated high school. Yeah. And math, I failed. Yes. So. It's very true. I, I think I may have cheated off of Dave. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we look to you for the answer. It was a Nine. simple Nine. math. <laughs> I added it up. Yeah, now my, my job is all dealing with money and numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not very good. <laughs> um, money is in good hands. <laughs> yeah. Safe. Don't worry. But we've all like kind of gotten our kids. We've all kind of like have a career and, ha- and we're in the motion of doing all those kind of great things. So what is something that you kind of look back at your younger self and not just maybe your individual self, but like your younger friendship self and your 15, 20, 22, kind of figuring things out, thinking about getting married, all those different things. What is different about the dynamic of the three of you now versus then? I would say I'm a lot more mature than these two guys now. (laughs) (laughs) The difference in dynamic. Yeah. I think the dynamic is still the same. We still screw around, mess around, have fun. Just we have responsibilities on top of that. So it's harder to get together all the time. But when we do get together, it's like nothing ever changes. It's almost like we never grew up. Yes. Yeah. We'd be like 80 years old still doing the same stuff. Yeah. I mean, we have our moments of being serious, but a lot of times we just have fun. Yeah. So maybe we actually arrived when we were younger. Maybe we at 15 we fully fully matured. matured. Yeah, <laughs> you had possible. it figured out then. It's definitely possible. Yeah. You knew the secret then. I mean, I think we are less likely to threaten each other. Like oh, physically, with, with physical <laughs> violence. And, well, yeah. then we didn't mature at fifteen because when you guys threw my couch <laughs> off the second deck of my apartment on day number one when I moved in off of Mollison Street and I got kicked out by the manager. That was the Duke and Duchess. That yeah, was that the was Duke, Duke and Duchess, Duchess apartment. Or when you threatened me with, <laughs> with some violence after I think a glove. I can't remember. There was something about a glove. What was our was it infielder glove or something that went missing and. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that one. I remember driving down the road and there was a aggressiveness. I can't remember, yeah. but that's been a while. We that's, haven't done that. That's it's been all. Uh, hit, uh, hit you with a golf club and then you do it. That was in high school. That was high school. Yeah, so those I'll, were high school. We don't numbers. have violent. Uh, There's no violent outbursts. I don't know if it's necessarily mm. maturity or maybe laziness. Or we don't <laughs> yeah. have the same energy oh, to too old. get yeah. to that level maybe, anymore. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, but your wit's still there. Yeah. Oh yeah. We attack each other now verbally. Yeah. Yeah. I think you were you were body shaming Josh last night. Yeah, into it. (laughs) (laughs) And and do you think that's because maybe you're a little bit jealous of his physique now, or what is that like? No, he's going with the Birdman look. He's going skinny. Look, I'm I'm staying bulky. Because you've lost what seventy pounds now. Yeah. He just doesn't recognize a dime piece when he sees it, Josh. Right? Never seen one before. That's right. That's right. true because when you do get older especially like you're a different parent than you were when you were fresh you know you were like maybe a little more energetic you had all that energy and different things but when you get older you use that energy that more mental energy you kind of change it the dynamic of who you are a little bit so that's that's actually a pretty great answer okay 
we had both of your wives on an episode here. We talked about the dynamic of who we were, younger us versus now us. And I think we also kind of spoke about like younger us didn't take the time to think about each other more and know where we ebb and flow, like our strengths and weakness and recognize. So like we talked about like we probably didn't like pray for each other as much as we do now. We didn't like think about our lanes and like, you know, give each other as much grace when we were younger than when we did now. And it was funny because we were talking about when Dale, you and Brandy moved up here to Alpine. And my love language is for Brandy is to like shower her with like, you guys moved up here. Let's hang out. Let's like, you know, I'll come by. We'll do a picnic. We'll do all kind of thing. But her love speaks to her like, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't even bother with that. And so I like totally respected that. And I just like dropped off an envelope and like left. I yeah. didn't even like, I told her, I'm like, I'm going to drop this off. I'm not even going to look in the house. I'm not even going to like attempt to communicate. Mm-hmm. I'm just, this is what I'm doing. And so I think we are much wiser and you guys probably are feel the same way a little bit as to who, you know, each other are. And like you give each other maybe a little more grace or you kind of know, you know, you've been together so long that it's not going to be flippant. Yeah. It's not going to be so haphazard when you're younger. You know? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Great. Thank you, Dale. (laughs) (laughs) I concur. Thank you. Okay. So one of the questions I asked you guys, and thank you guys for just like kind of, you know, on the week of making the fitness to your schedule. One of the questions I had asked you was, what are some of the great moments in your friendship that you think maybe in the last year or over the years? And then what makes them so great? That kind of sticks out in your memory. Like, okay. So when you mentioned the Duke and Duchess. I was hoping that was going to come back. (laughs) That was one of them. That was a great moment. What makes that moment stick out? You know, getting somebody evicted day one. is an accomplishment in an apartment complex. I think that was, I mean, that's special. I don't think that's, that's not been done a lot. I mean, it it wasn't from partying. It wasn't from anything like that. It was just, it was just us moving in and being who we always have been. The apartment manager was like, you're gone. Yeah, well, because you gone. couldn't get the couch out of the tree. Yeah, well, when we threw the we couch in the tree. We, we didn't want to move it, so we're like, let's just throw this in the tree off the balcony. I mean, it was asking for us to throw it in there. It was like a tube-shaped tree at the top of the stairs that was flat on top. It was asking for us to throw it in there. Yeah. It looked then, like a giant trash can. And then the icing on the cake was Jason running around screaming with his shirt off. <laughs> so he was going to kill, kill everybody in the apartment complex. I didn't say that to everybody. <laughs> Maybe this is the boundary we talked about earlier. Yeah, I just simply threatened the manager that if he threw me out, I was going to handle him. He didn't threaten, he insulted. Remember, he said, there's tweakers that are living here. There's... Well, it was a loud screaming insulting. Yeah. yeah. With his shirt I had a lot of anger back then. But since then, I've really practiced the art of mindfulness and prayer and fasting. <laughs> but one day one day is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you have to admit. Well, yeah. it wasn't a full day. No, it was it was, like it was as we were moving in. Yeah. Like it wasn't us moving, we were moving in Jason and his dad. We so, went home to our houses. You were and we're doing like, him the favor. Peace out, Jason, so, go so find a place to live. The moral of this story is never ask <laughs> Dale or Josh to help you move. Never. I mean it gave you thirty days. <laughs> and I did use every bit of that thirty days for not good purposes. Thank God for forgiveness. <laughs> okay, but on another note, other than Duke and Duchess. <laughs> I have another memory. Okay. Okay. I, I think back when yeah. Dale and I were on the White Sox and Josh was oh, on the yeah. Pirates. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a crybaby. Remember that? Well, that was before I was even friends with Josh. You were friends with Josh. Yeah. But I just knew him as a crybaby on the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> you knew him. He was That's all we knew him as. Yeah. Well, he was the tallest one, and he would always pitch. I wonder what his pitch counts were in those days. They had, because they... throw anymore. 
Because I think it was like an innings limit back then. You probably threw like 200 pitches in some of those games. So by the sixth inning, you would just break down and break down, and we would win, and then we would yell from the dugout as a team. Yeah, he's crying. Yeah, (laughs) and then he'd cry some more. Oh yeah. Well, then Jason would get up. He's like three foot tall. Yeah, and hit out of the crowd. No strike zone. One inch strike zone. Yeah, that was amazing. Right down the middle, and they call the ball. Mad. Oh, that was so great. (laughs) Then I just tried to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were friends too. Yeah, I didn't like the long socks. Yeah. How old were you guys at that time? Twelve and then eleven. Twelve and eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when did your friendship start? What were the ages? Nine. When I was nine, you were ten mm-hmm. or eleven. It was right like winter ball for yeah. uh, little league. And then when I was ten and he was eleven, sixth grade. Twelve year old year of all stars is when we kind of like became friends and kind of knew each other, but we weren't hanging out probably until about eighth grade. Remember we had that uh, project we did, Mr. Vico. We yeah, had we had, to, we had to team up with a partner to, to rent an apartment, yeah. get an employment, mm. get thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we were male dancers. Well, yeah, we had to, <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we did as our job. Yeah, that's so awesome. we had to go what a nightmare! Out. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go bust out the classified. We had to steal a newspaper off somebody's porch mm-hmm. and then get the classifieds, and then we had to find a job. So we like one was for um, uh, exotic dancers, male exotic dancers. Yeah. So we circled that one. That's what and we was. called, we called them <laughs> to try to get the information of it, and then we hung up, and then the dude was like calling us, calling us, and we were like all scared. <laughs> Man. That he was gonna come find us and make us dance. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys signed up. It's time to dance. Then I pretty much never left his house after that. I was mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what's unique to like kids nowadays. Like kids nowadays don't have that. Like you're with each other from school to after school till weekends. You stay there throughout the weekends. Your parents kind of raise each other. You know, it kind of takes a tribe where you're just kind of like going together i think nowadays there's a little more separation in some of those things where you don't connect well what was you know? weird was when you would just go to somebody's house yeah not even call them you just show up at their house if they weren't home you just flip back home like that's such a yeah. different thing yeah like, you know like i can't even imagine showing up at somebody's house and not calling them first and saying that we're coming yeah. over mm-hmm. we just show up knock on the door mm-hmm. and, is josh here <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I just rode my bike a mile and a half. Now I gotta turn back around and go home. Yeah, I used to ride from Julian down Las Coaches to your house on my bike when I was like 12, 13. Yeah. And there's no way I would let my kids go out and ride their bike. I used to ride around my bike around Lindo Lake when I was like yeah. 11. Oh, man. And 12 years old, just like all day long. Yeah. I, yeah. When I was like eight, I lived in Linda Vista and I walked to school. It was like a mile. Over the freeway, over a bridge, down to like those alleys, and also eight years old. Like, yeah, no way. Well, I think that parents don't let their kids do that anymore because of all the it's more know, information. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was still out there back then. Just now you know more. Well, it was me. Yeah. I mean, I was in the park fighting yeah. and yeah. doing. It was like that's who parents didn't really want you yeah. hanging out with. I mean, remember when you were gonna stay the night over at our house, and we were living at Josh's house, my dad and I, and then you were gonna stay the night there, and your dad's like, he shows up at like seven o'clock, he's like, nope, Dale, come on out. You're coming, yeah, that was, you're coming yeah. home. My, and what was really strange that's about awesome. that, my mom was the one who never worried about anything. My mom was the one who was like, called my dad and had me yeah. picked up. I was so confused by it. I was like, what yeah. is going on here? Yeah. Why yeah. am I getting picked up? Then we learned it's okay for me to come over to your house, yeah. but not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your dad had more uh, wisdom and trust with visible sight. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that was probably the case. And, and then when we did stay the night at Josh's house, when you guys were all there later on, about eighth grade, seventh, eighth grade, mm-hmm. something like that, then we would always cause mischief. 
yeah. out at night. Oh, such mm. a blessing. Yeah. I mean, not a blessing, probably a curse, but... Well, we leave and go to TDS and go trash some stuff whenever we go out or we all cap. There's a... <laughs> Statue of limitations. Yeah, there is statue of yeah. yeah. There's some immunity here. Remember, we would okay. take all the mattresses and put them on the ground mm-hmm. and then jump off the cabinets and do WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we'd go do that all night. And then we would sleep in until about two in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. With the windows drawn dark and air the conditioning. The air conditioning blast. Yeah. Oh. That was nice. Yeah. This is the energy you talk about when you're younger that you yeah. have. Like, you would never would pile that. mattresses now. No. <laughs> no. No. Now these guys play basketball and Dale's yeah. like hurt for like. A month. Yeah, yeah that's know, back's off. Yeah. Oh, that hurts my back just my thinking back. about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just hurt yourself thinking about it. We used to stay the night pretty often, hang out. You know, I mean, it was kind of like that was like a routine almost, you know, hang out yeah. on the weekends and stuff. Yeah, I was always at your house or your house. Mm-hmm. I was never home because I didn't mm-hmm. want to be home. But yeah, yeah I was, I, there's no way. Like, I don't even let our kids stay the night anyway's house, only family. Yeah. Because it's just, we don't, I guess more because I know what I used to do, but. I just, you know, it's just different nowadays. You can't, you don't do I don't even think our kids would know how to do what we were doing. Mm. I think yeah. they would be like, con- like I, I, they'd just be so confused by going mm. outside. I think they would get lost trying yeah. to come home. Which is scary for what you think was about the future. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we haven't actually helped them <laughs> in this world. They're going to go out and be like, what do I do? throw them out come back in eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically the thing. Like, nobody knew where you were all day. Yeah. Nobody well, would. We learned, like, life skills that, I mean we didn't get in trouble stuff but like you learn how to take care of yourself and yeah. figure yourself out on your own like like how to kids, eat yeah like you're gone all day where do I get food you how have be, 20 bucks yeah. like how do Mom I make this day yeah while we were out there playing you know? I learned how to be crazier than everybody else yeah. and that seemed to win <laughs> yeah. until I was like 17 and then I got crazier than somebody else in a vehicle and then he got out of the vehicle and he was like 6 foot 5 I'm like nope I'm good dude <laughs> <laughs> you win <laughs> This uh, this doesn't work now. <laughs> There's many times where we've had to break up fights with Jason Fight and guys. Yeah. Totally. yeah there. The guy with another guy slammed against the locker in the, at TDS. Who was it, Elliot? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah there. Picked him up. Or yeah, the running like, back at uh, West Hills. Yeah. I thought I was stronger then, but he was like Picked super stronger than I was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were at the bowling alley one time and they had a TV above the arcade. And I'm walk. I went to the bathroom. I'm walking up. I look at the TV, and Jason's in there fighting like two, three guys in the arcade. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm running there. I'm trying to get the guys off him. This I, is what happens when you watch like action movies. Yeah. Every action movie from when you're like six years old yeah, on and, and no, WrestleMania and, and everything. No, no supervision. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go try that move. <laughs> I just I remember driving home from West Hills in the car. And we were driving down Mast, and the car pulled out in the middle of the road, and he was blocking traffic. And I was kind of like, "What is this guy doing?" And Jason reaches over and honks the horn. <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you doing now?" And, the, and then the guy starts screaming at us, and then Jason half climbs out the window and starts screaming at him. And I'm sitting there the whole time, like, "What are you doing?" Like, the guy's just blocking traffic. Like, I don't want to get in a fight over this. Like, it's gonna be moved in five seconds. He's like, no, you just need to be crazier than him and let him know you're serious. <laughs> these I were don't the, think that's going to work. These were their survival skills, you know, at, at my house with the Brown family. <laughs> it just be a four after the fight at a Lakeview where the guy, you pulled over. No, that was a different day. Uh, was that, he wasn't was even he there. No. After that? No, he wasn't even there. That was after. When, oh, was that West Hill? Yeah, I was, so we were still in El Cap. Like, I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't need to get sucker punched again. <laughs> oh. What would be your 40-year-old self 
like the version of that kind of craziness now does any of that translate into the age that you're in now or is it more of a luxury kind of like we're older we can just relax i don't know it was he, he always was spearheading the craziness factor yeah. so if i'm not Once around he him down, he's not as crazy so it, he's crazy in a different way life yeah. got a little bit easier when he calmed down so. yeah, yeah there was less Less stress? Less legal trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's good. That's good. What would be something that you guys would tell about the other person that someone might not know or have experienced uh, about them? Is this <laughs> like in a in a nice sweet way? In a nice, in a nice sweet way. way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad she directed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was worrying that. May the spirit guide us. This yeah. is gonna go. Have some that are I understand that. Up. I don't want your skeletons in the closet. I was worried <laughs> that this was gonna turn into an E-rated, yeah. mature audiences no. only. No, like in a nice sweet way. The podcast is wonderfully. <laughs> yes. Made. Yes. Keep that in mind. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I would say most people know, but. If you know Josh, you know that he's a guy you can rely on all the time. Like, he's a helper. If you're in a jam, he's the guy you call the first guy there. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get a flat tire or something, and you can't get home. You can be anywhere, and any time of the night, he'll pick you up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He'll complain, but he'll pick you up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk trash about you later. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to think through these questions, you know? Yeah, especially if you're trying to find good things. I really got to dig on this one. The other stuff comes so much easier. With Jason, I would say the the thing that has changed dramatically through the years is just his heart to hear. Like he wants to help. He wants to. It's not just a physical help though he would do that it's like he wants to connect into your life and reach into your family and help with like spiritual matters and personal stuff it's just been a different change overall yeah in him you know where when he was younger he was like the f- most fun guy to be around everybody knew that he was just out of control and it was fun but his difference now is he's still fun but it's not a self-centered fun mm. you know it's like he is genuinely like you know, he always cared about his friends and everything, but it was like he was just so wild going. Where yeah. now it's like so much is motivated to help others. Yeah. What would you say, Josh? I would say uh, for Dale, he's definitely the not reliable. Like, <laughs> hey, he said good things. He said good I'm things. About to get it's to okay, one, Dale. It's okay. Dale to do something. Probably not gonna show up. It depends. <laughs> if it's moving stuff, then I'm probably yes. gonna have something to do. So it's his power to focus bed, on. Get out of bed, huh? <laughs> I'm really good at uh, delegation for things yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> for Dale, like uh, his consistency and, and like none of us would be where we are today without Dale, you know, inviting us to church as a teenager. He was never in trouble he was always like you know not drinking and doing all the, the things that the other guys were doing and he had a great influence with his dad and he passed that along and so you know inviting us to bible studies in church and just we were introduced to all that so jason and i which we what it maybe never happened but taking a lot longer if it wasn't for him you know not being afraid to reach out and invite us and share his faith with us i'm a christian because he invited me to, to that you know and he wasn't afraid so that is huge and then uh, Jason, like, we travel around the world together. We do all these things together. And like Dale said, he's still fun to be around. He's not afraid of anything. I can look to him and see a good example that I want to be. He helps push people to be better. So those are two great things about those guys. 
Nice. Yeah, the pushing thing is a good one because that's another part of it too because he has always made you get out of your comfort zone yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, when we were younger, it was good and bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's older, it's, he still does the same thing, but it's, I mean, primarily good now. Yeah, yeah. You know? mostly. Yeah. Mostly. mostly. Yeah. There's still a little bit of flesh in there, you know, every once in a while, you know, where, you know, you thought you were in the spirit and you just went a little too far, you know. <laughs> but he does. He motivates you to do things you wouldn't do. Yeah. You know. And in a good way, which is another thing. That's a great one, Josh. Yeah. And I would say with Dale, Dale is the recipient of a lot of blessings from his family, his dad. And I can see that in how he loves his family. Mm -hmm. You know, the way he loves his wife and the way he dedicates his life to his first ministry, his marriage and his family. And you can see that with the level of intensity and loyalty to raising up his boys. And for him, baseball is not just about baseball. It's about development with family and character and raising, you know, godly young people that would be successful in anything they do. So I definitely see that level of dedication and commitment. And it's not just in the baseball realm, but it's also in church. It's, you know, Bible studies at home. And it's a great family example. You know, and a lot of people don't have that, have a dad that is there, that is not just physically there, but emotionally there, spiritually there, financially there. And we see that not just for a year, but through decades yeah. of experience, which is really a great, great blessing. And then with Josh, you can see his generosity, his willingness to become, you know, a family man, a businessman and a spiritual man and how he is patient. I would say he's probably far more patient than both Dale mm. and I. I mean, with how he deals with trials and how he responds to issues when things don't go a certain way, he has a measure of flexibility that is really a superpower. And you can see how he ministers to Grace and to Lily and to Drew. And I think people are attracted to that in business and in ministry because they know he's not going to hurt them. He's going to bless them. He's going to love them. And so it's really encouraging to be around godly friends that are, have a specific direction. So I count myself really blessed with these guys. That's awesome. You don't see the longevity in the years in a friendship nowadays. You know, you don't see people that have been friends for so long and, and still enjoy each other and still make a priority to do things and have that enjoyment and seek the things that you used to love together, you still love together and you want to make that a priority. So I think people that look on the outside love it. Mm. Part of it like, man, I wish I had that too, yeah. you know? Where that I think that speaks volumes because you can see the longevity and where you guys still love each other and you still are transparent and you just love each other for who each other are. And I think people enjoy that and love that. What's really neat about the lifelong friendship and everything is also seeing our kids as friends too, which is like an extension of what we always had. And I always hoped that my kids would have, you yeah. know, friends that were like closer than your own brother practically, you know, and that's what we've always had. And so it's kind of like when you see your kids developing that within our same families and mm -hmm. stuff, we're like, oh, that's pretty cool, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Leaves a legacy of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because what great examples do they get to see in the transparency, the good, the bad, oh, yeah. and how it really operates and how you make that happen. Yeah. And, you know, maintaining a friendship for three decades is, you know, it's not always easy. Like there's seasons I look back through the last 30 years that we were closer than we're not as close. And sometimes spiritually, sometimes physically, you know, and you go through these trials and these I mean, we were all neighbors at one point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we moved into the same location mm-hmm. when we were maybe 20, 21, 22, 23 years old for yeah. several years. And then, you know, life happens, you know, people move, you get different interests. And a lot of times you have friends that are temporary friends because you have a certain commonality for that season of life. And I think what's tied us together is number one, God. Mm-hmm. And, and number two, it would be, you know, church. And then number three, it would be sports mm-hmm. if, in my mind, you know, and all of us have that common interest. And so we have a great relatability when it comes to, you know, spiritual things, athletic, you know, events and, you know, keeping church and family as a high priority. And that really makes it easy to hang out together. Whereas yeah. when you hang out with people who who don't, you know, they don't have that same mutual commonality with, you know, spiritual or financial or emotional or family or business, sports. Business too, we all in the same line of work. Yeah. We all work together. Um, we yeah. We use each other's companies and stuff too, so it's, you know, we have tons. Well, there's I mean, a like-mindedness. There's no lack, yeah, there's not a lack of things to talk about. Everything we do, we all have the same, you know, like-mindedness. It's not like you have to work. You know how sometimes you have these yes. relationships, you have to work yeah. at it. Yeah. Somebody's trying to like earn your trust or they're trying to make themselves look good or they're trying mm-hmm. way too hard. Yeah. And by trying too hard, it's like, just stop it and yeah. get away from me. Yeah. You're I'm bugging done. me. Everybody's grown up with people who, when you, you know, hang out with them one-on-one, they're great. When you hang out with them in groups, they're like trying to, you know, kind of push themselves above everybody or knock you down in a way that's not like, you know, for fun or whatever. It's like more like trying to kind of almost put themselves in a higher level type of scenario and it's like even with us when we've been together for all these years I've never felt that way with any of you guys like we can like crack on each other everything but it's never in a situation where you feel like there's a different motivation to it yeah you know like even when we were little you know it wasn't like trying to one-up the other person so you could make them look bad in front of other people so you could elevate yourself or something you know there's people who do that but it's never been like that so our friendship has always been one that you can like you said even if we don't hang out for months and also we hang out it's like you just pick right back up where we left off and it was never an mm-hmm. issue mm-hmm. i mean there was times when you know josh and i would drive to school or something and, the, and we wouldn't even talk the whole way to school and just get to school and get out and it wasn't <laughs> like we were mad or anything it was just like you just don't talk yeah you know you're just comfortable with yourself in the person you're around, you know? That's a really good point. And then I think through different seasons, like you think about the whole COVID thing where people couldn't go out, we still kind of did a bunch of family events and came together every Friday or Saturday for ping pong and pool. And that really brought us together. And then I got to thinking about going to Hawaii last year together for, I think it was your 40th birthday, Josh. It was actually on Dale's birthday, but we did it for your birthday. And you <laughs> yeah, didn't it was on his that... birthday, but it, it, it yeah. overshadowed we my just, birthday. Yeah. No, there was no happy birthday to me. No, no, it was <laughs> about Josh, Josh's birthday. <laughs> I mean, we both turned 40. I it was important because we're celebrating life together and I still remember going down that rainforest waterfall where we hiked down like a two hour deal all the way down to this small <laughs> small little waterfall and you guys didn't even want to go on the rope. I remember hiking up and climbing off the rope like Tarzan and jumping in. We all the way down there. We went the wrong way. It was like, this was like more like four hours. It was supposed to be like an hour walk yeah. or something. It turned into like double at least. And we finally get there and we're like... Oh, this sucks. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you went up, you went up the I went in the water. I went up too. I think I slammed into the wall on the way up a couple times. Yeah. It was like this. And then we got lost. Cool. Then we got lost too. That was yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. And then you guys, have, people were having a hard time making it back up. Rochelle was having was, a heart attack. Then, you done. know. Amy cried a few times. <laughs> I yeah. cried a few times. We had all this dirt all over us afterwards. What flops was you walking barefoot? I, I was wearing flip flops too. Brandy and I both were. We were sliding all over. <laughs> 
Yeah. That wasn't a highlight. And we still didn't <laughs> was a little after that It's a memory, but it wasn't as fun as the rest of the trip. What I yeah. liked about it was it was physical activity. I like watching you suffer a little bit. That's right. <laughs> Okay, guys, well, we are going to wrap up here a little bit. I have two questions for you, okay? So every Wonderfully Made podcast with a guest on it, we finish with these two questions. It's a fun little ending and kind of to see a little bit inside of you a little bit right now in a nice way. And then, okay, so two things. Here we go. Okay, Dale, I'll start with you. Mm -hmm. What's something that you're focusing on this year in 2022? Just staying consistent with Bible reading, prayer, and like just my daily devotional point Yeah, for me. That's awesome. Jason. Uh, I want to overshadow you guys with my spirituality. No, yeah. I, 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 I mean, anything I, now is probably secondary to what yeah. 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 so it's like you're piggybacking on it. But, That's yeah. Yeah. but good luck. <laughs> good luck. Go for it. Well, I think mine is just... Maybe I'll just go straight carnal with it then, yeah, and yeah. you know That's it's cool. working on my body. You know? <laughs> I, I work out. Wow. Yeah, wow. we try to go from yes. the six to eight to the fourteen pack. Yes. Training for an Ironman, and yeah, you know I can't quite achieve that level of spirituality, so I'm just gonna <laughs> stay down here. <laughs> Mine is to stay consistent with my health and not die. Nice. <laughs> That's a good one too. Yes. That's good. Yeah. So last question, okay. If you had to watch one movie for the rest of your life, okay, at one location, like, you know, Rochelle picked her home. She's not going to go anywhere. I picked the Caribbean, <laughs> like somewhere beachy, okay? To watch a movie? To watch this one movie. You're in this location. You're, live there you're living here. This is home now. What oh. movie are you watching and what is your location? Every day? Every day. Okay. Yeah. Like this is your life now. If I had to pick a movie that I would watch consistently, I mean, I feel like I watch The Equalizer like every time. Yeah, it's on. that's such a great movie. I just like the. I don't know. I just like the movie. I feel like I watch it every time it's on. So I, I for today probably yeah. The Equalizer. Yeah. And then I'd like to watch it up in Colorado. I really liked Estes Park. Oh, yeah, places yeah, that yeah. I really like. Old liked. school. Yeah. Harvey. We'll yeah, we'll go see Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I think I would choose. I, I love all the Rocky Rambo movies, but I thought about this a little bit. I think I would choose the movie Shooter because every oh, time that movie comes okay. on... I watch it every time it comes oh, on. I can't turn it off. I'm just like, yes, yes, get that people, you know, like go after them, you know. I like watching movies at the lot, you know, yeah. here in either La Jolla or... Liberty Station. I don't think that was her question, though. You're going to watch no, a movie yeah, in the no. movie theater? And oh, the rest oh. Of your life. like, like you're gonna movie. live in yeah, the that's theater like, that's my life. childhood dream, you know. <laughs> 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 the the location, I would probably say life. Hawaii. Okay, yeah, yeah Hawaii. Yeah. That's more fitting. Very yeah, good. yeah. All right, mine would be. I know I really would think it's Back to the Future, but I'm gonna not say that this time because oh. when I work out at night, I'll have a TV and then I always put on a movie while I'm working out. And what I've been watching every single time I work out is Rookie of the Year. Oh, so I'm wow. watching Rookie of the Year. I put it on every single night and I just watch it while I'm working out. I watch that movie all the time too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple movies that I watch every time I see it on. Italian Job, whatever that's on. I watch yeah, that's it a good one. I don't yeah. think I've seen yeah. it. I haven't seen The Equalizer, but I'll check it out. But Rookie of the Year for now. <laughs> Lone Survivor too. That's a good uh, one too, yeah. yeah. I went to Disney's private island on a cruise one time, so I like to live there. Castaway Key? Castaway Key. Yeah. On a nice. cruise? Yeah. You take a Disney cruise, you get off on their own private island, they have all this stuff there, and then you get back on the boat and go. So, but Nice. And they don't allow anybody outside, and only the cruisers can go to that island. Nice. So I'd go there. Eventually, I'm going to get my own island. Yeah. Oh, okay. Be all right. 
I'm gonna be the king. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, guys. Bakerville? Bakerville. <laughs> yeah. Like Farmville? Mm-hmm. I haven't decided a name yet. It's going to be Robinville. <laughs> <laughs> Not Batman. Not Batman. Not Gotham City. You remember that? When he was oh, like, yeah. which superhero you want to be, Josh? He's like, I'll be Robin. Batman. He's all be Robin. Robin. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, he yeah, said, said, said Robin. I remember. I remember. I never showed up. She said, it was definitely right. I was there. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'd love to be wrong. <laughs> this is like I'm underwear outside my pants. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a marriage retreat? Like you're here to work on your marriage yeah. and like build yeah, each other up. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then Amy dropped the robin on you. It went south. Yeah. It went south real quick. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for coming today and spending your time. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and I know this is going to be a great episode, so thank you so much for your time. Hey, wait. Why yep, did yeah. I not get a, uh, a thank you card? See, thank you card for Jason and Dale. It I, feels like there's something in the thank you card. That actually means we got something card? out of your pocket. Wait. That's even I better. I bet you yeah. it's a gift card, and I bet you she took it out of my car. I did. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It makes this <laughs> gift card even sweeter. I that's right. I in my car that I was going to hold on to, and... I mean, anytime I get in Josh's wallet, that's a good It's Lowe's, yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Nice. You're welcome. welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming, and we will chat with you later. All right. Cool.